God bless, ladies and gentlemen. God bless once again your brother Jesse Jarab here with you for today. Uh, but right now you are listening to Christian Thought. Interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian but still being human. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are back. We are back with a brand new topic. Today is Saturday, December 22nd, 2018. Almost done with the year, ladies and gentlemen. And as we've been hearing all day, and as of course you all know, we are here with the topic as it is the with the topic for the holiday season as it is the holiday weekend or the weekend before Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a a topic based on the holidays. Today's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be do not leave God for the holidays. Do not leave God for the holidays. Now this topic, ladies and gentlemen, is going to is going to go two ways, and you'll see what I'm talking about throughout. Today's Bible based, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be Matthew chapter six from nineteen to twenty-four. That's Matthew chapter six, Saint Matthew chapter six from nineteen to twenty-four, and you'll see why when I explain it. Um, why that's the Bible base and why, ladies and gentlemen, you'll see what I'm talking about when I say that the topic can go two ways. The topic is going to go two ways. Um, do not leave God for the holidays. Again, is today's topic. So let us read St. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 24, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, the commencing prayer. St. Matthew chapter 6. Just go to the New Testament, ladies and gentlemen. Those who um, our new brothers and sisters who 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 don't yet know uh, the whole Bible, our new brothers and sisters in Christ uh, who don't yet know the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, the first book of the New Testament, the first book of the New Testament, that'll be Saint Matthew chapter six, verse nineteen through twenty four. Just go to chapter 6 and then you'll find verse 19. And we'll of course do our commencing prayer. So, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, verse 19 says, Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy it, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think of and if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters. This is where we'll be basing today's topic. Verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. 
verse 24 once again ladies and gentlemen is no one can serve two masters for you will hate one and love the other you will be devoted to one and despise the other you cannot serve god and be enslaved to money dear jesus dear god we give you thanks for another beautiful wonderful glorious day that you have allowed us to have God, another glorious day and a brand new day with a brand new topic. God, we I give you thanks personally for this topic. I gave you I give you thanks for giving me this topic, uh, uh, uh for the people to hear it. They, uh, God, that that I ask that everyone who listens may they be blessed by the word. Everyone new who listens, may they stay until the end and listen to the whole topic. May everyone who start to listen, may they stay, and everyone who uh, tries to leave, may they not be able to until the end of the topic, Lord, until the end of the message. Um, and may they be, uh, may they be pressured to. May they be pressured, may they be insisted on God serving you, accepting you in their life if they have not already. God, that you may be the one to transform their hearts of stone into hearts of flesh, for their hearts can be easy to, 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 to transform for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. We give you thanks. Amen and amen. Okay. So do not leave God for the holidays. Now I said that there's going to be two ways to put this topic. Now what do I mean when I say there can be two ways to look at this topic? Well, looking back at what we just read, we see that there are those who leave God to the side for a worldly celebration or for a worldly Christmas celebration. In this case, for worldly Christmas celebration, and they go and they go overboard and then act like they can come back to God and act like nothing happened and and say they're praising God, try to praise God, but then again the next year or even the next holiday like new year's or valentine's or easter or something they go back again to worldly celebrations and worldly uh, things for those holidays but just as well ladies and gentlemen come back and do it again but as well there are those who only praise God and remember God for the holidays. And when I say for the holidays, I don't only mean Christmas. There are those who only remember God during the beginning of the year, maybe the new year. They remember God and say, okay, this year I'm going to praise God or I'm going to serve God. And then they go back to the world. Or they just remember God during Christmas. They just remember God during Easter. They just remember God during Passover. They just remember God during uh, 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 whatever the case may be. But those two are the major ones. During Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving just passed. 
And unfortunately, there are those who only praise God or only thank God on Thanksgiving. They only remember God on Christmas. They only remember God on Easter. The world remembers God on Christmas, on Easter, on Thanksgiving. But we as Christians are not like the world or should not be like the world. We are not part of this world. We are just here temporarily, ladies and gentlemen. We are here to do God's will. That's why we are here. You ever wondered why we are here still? It's because God sees that this world is not yet, has not yet come to where he wants to say, okay, now is where I will get my people. It's that he sees that we are not, hmm, we are not doing our job the right way. And so he has not yet come. He has given us the opportunities, ladies and gentlemen, the days, uh, 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 the brother, God bless the brother who just preached in Bruce Hall and Friends. He was saying that God is, 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 is that Jesus will come and he will come quickly and he is, and he is going to come quickly. And I agree with that. But the reason I say the reason he hasn't yet come is because he sees that there are still people out there who are need who are in need of of preaching, who are in need of his word. He sees that there are people out there that we need to preach to. And once we preach to them and once that they are chosen, because Jesus and God, God has a number of people who are going to be chosen and that's when the trumpet will sound and we leave. But until that number, until that number is fulfilled, until we do our job, that's a whole other topic for another day, but until we do our job, Jesus can't come. Because he needs to see that number fulfilled. That number of people that are going to be chosen. That number of people that are going to go to heaven with him when he comes back for his people. That number needs to be fulfilled. But for that to happen, we need to do our job. But going back to the topic, ladies and gentlemen. There are those who leave God for the holiday. There are those who leave God and put God to the side, put God aside and, and go drinking and go clubbing and go this and go that and do worldly things for the Christmas, for their holiday, for their Thanksgiving, for their Easter, whatever the case, celebration. Even for their birthday sometimes. Sometimes for their birthday, they put it, put God to the side and say, today is the day for me. And then there are those who only remember God on Christmas or around Christmas. The world only remembers Jesus's uh, uh, coming to earth during Christmas and the, oh, and the world only remembers Jesus' death on the cross and resurrection on Easter. And then they only remember to thank God for all their blessings on Thanksgiving. 
That's what I mean when, when I say, and that's what I mean when the topic says, do not leave God for the holiday. That's the two ways that I'm talking about. Those that leave God and put God to the side, and those that only remember God around the holidays. We as Christians, ladies and gentlemen, cannot be like the world. And sadly, there are Christians that are... That are that tend to be like the world and only remember God on the holidays or put God to the side around the holidays. That is not what we are supposed to do. So ladies and gentlemen, God wants all our attention. Not only some of it. He doesn't want attention on some days, yes, some days, no. Uh-uh, that's not how it works. God doesn't want only some of our attention. God doesn't want to be second in our lives, or third, or fourth, or fifth, or tenth. God does not want to be first, uh, I, mean, I mean second or third. He needs and wants to be first in line for our attention. Before your wife, you focus on God. Before your children, you focus on God. Before your job, you focus on God. That's, that's the idea, ladies and gentlemen. We are supposed to put everything else second or third or fourth. But God has to be first. God has to be first. It's not because he needs it because, you know, he needs it. No. It's that we need to put him first. We expect blessings. We expect miracles. We expect to see God's glory, God's hand in our lives, and yet we are putting our job, our, our wives, our husbands, our children. That happens a lot. Ahead of God. <coughs> that is our mistake. And at this, in this case, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of the holidays, we are putting the holidays before God. We put Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, in this case Christmas, because it's about to be Christmas, and we are celebrating the Christmas weekend, or the weekend before. And we are putting Christmas before God. No. God has to come first. Everything else is after. Everything else has to be after God. Not before God, after. God always comes first. God needs and, 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 and has to come first in our lives. In other words, in, in, in otherwise, otherwise we see no blessings. We see no hand of God. We don't see His hand. We don't see any miracles if we always put Him second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, twentieth. Hmm. Don't even play like that, right? 
if you're gonna put God all the way to like the fifth and below, why not just put God and just not put God anywhere? Because God is not gonna be, you know, God is not gonna wait for you to give him your attention after your wife, children, money, job, and anything else. He's not gonna be like, oh, okay, you have to you have to attend to your wife first before me, that's fine. No. God is not a dog, ladies and gentlemen. God is not a dog or a pet that we look at or take care of on occasion. No. God always has to be first. And we just read, ladies and gentlemen, the chapter, the, 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 the verse that we just read, verse 6 of chapter, verse Excuse me, verse 24 of chapter 6 of St. Matthew, we just read, we cannot serve two masters. God wants all the attention. He doesn't want attention sometimes. He doesn't want only attention during the Christmas season or Easter season or what have you, and then act like we forget him the rest of the year. No. Or just as well... We cannot leave God during the holidays and only remember Him when there is no holiday celebration. Because that's bad too. You're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna be Christian the rest of the year, but on on Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, and and, and New Year's, you're gonna go and, and go out and go clubbing and go partying and go this and go that. Well, I've seen it before. Trust me. Unfortunately, there are people that do that. God wants all the attention. We can't only remember Him on occasion. We need to remember Him 24-7-365 days. A year, 365 days a year. We need to remember him. We need to think about him. We need to put him first. This goes back to the topic, ladies and gentlemen, of who are we as Christians. This goes back to, ladies and gentlemen, who are we as Christians when we talked about how Peter denied Jesus three times before the rooster crowed, before Jesus forgave him, and then acting like he totally forgot about Jesus. Acting like he totally forgot that Jesus, that he was walking with Jesus the whole time, but when Jesus got arrested, he denied him. He denied knowing him. He says, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't know this man. I'm telling you, I don't know this man. He said it three times. And when he heard that rooster crow, he remembered the words of Jesus that told him he was going to do that. He didn't believe it because at that time, he was like some people today. Saying, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But when your friends or family members invite you to a party, you say, oh, I'm not Christian today. I'm not Christian today. But, but you were just at church yesterday. Oh, I'm not a Christian. I just went. But you were praising God. Oh, that was... Yeah, I'm not Christian. 
Oh, but you were, you see, you see the pattern here? We deny Jesus through our actions. I said this in that topic. We deny Jesus through our actions. We deny Jesus through saying or doing different things. And then we go back to church and ask for forgiveness. But then the Monday or Sunday or whatever day after, we go back to the world. No. If we say we love Jesus, if we say we are Christian, we need to do it and we need to show it 24-7, 365. We just read it. We cannot serve two masters. God wants all the attention. We cannot serve, to, we cannot sit here and say, oh God, I'm going to just put you to the side for today. Tomorrow I'll go back to you. Today I, I want to go have fun. Partying, drinking, smoking, doing drugs. Cursing up a storm. Fornicating, adultering. But tomorrow I'll go back to you. Tomorrow I'll go to church and ask for forgiveness and all that stuff. No. That's not how it works. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But... When your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. What is this saying? This is saying we got to be careful what we look at. And we got to be careful of what we do. If we only look at good things and we only think about good things and godly things, then we're going to be filled with light. We're going to see godly things all around us. But if we're filled, ladies and gentlemen, with, with unhealth, with, if our eye is unhealthy and we are only looking at the negative stuff, we're always going to follow the negative stuff. And that's what we're going to do. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. If you say you love God, but go to partying every weekend, who do you really love, the party or God? Because you will hate one and love the other. If you love God, then you're going to hate partying. And you're going to hate going to clubs and to parties and drinking and smoking and all these other worldly things. And you won't do it. That's if you love God. But if you don't, and you love partying and drinking and doing all these things, the worldly things, on occasion, you don't love God. Plain and simple. It's, it, it can't get more simple than that. It sounds complicated when you read it in the Bible, but when you put it into perspective, ladies and gentlemen, it's simple. When you... Hate the world, you love God. When you love 
God, you need to hate the world. And when you love the world, automatically you're going to hate God. Oh, I don't hate God, Jadip. I just like doing stuff on the world on occasion. But that's the exact point. If you leave God and put God to the side, ladies and gentlemen, now this is my first point first. We're going to this point first. When you love, when, when you leave God to the side on occasion, even if it's on occasion, even if it's um once in a blue moon or or or, or once on occasion or a few times on occasion, but you still know you do it, then you don't love God. Doctor Green just said that today. Praise God, because I'm, I'm, I'm remembering that he said the same thing today in, his, in, his, uh, in the gospel hour. He said it perfectly. And God, and God just gave me it again right now. Dr. Green in his, in his, in his preaching said, and I quote, well, I'm not going to quote, but I'm paraphrasing. He says, if you love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, then your being is not going to allow you to do any sinful nature. Your being, your soul, your mind, your heart is going to put you and keep you in the godly position, in the godly way of life, in the godly things. Fasting, praying. Reading the Bible, uh, loving your neighbor as yourself, that's the hard one. But if you don't love God with all your soul, your mind, your heart, you're, you, you are paying attention to your flesh Still, you love your flesh. When you love your flesh and you, and you love what your flesh and how, uh, how it makes you feel more than God, then you don't love God. Then you go straight to those worldly things. He gave the example of him smoking for, the, for 20 years ago. And that, now, that nobody told him that he had to stop smoking. Nobody told him he had to stop smoking. He gave that example. And that God, when he started to love God with all his heart, his mind, and his soul, his spiritual being, him himself, his, his, the Holy Spirit, basically told him, stop smoking. And he did not want or crave or even need to have another cigarette. That's when you love God with all your heart. That's when you serve God with all your heart. That's when you put God first and foremost. When you're putting God first ahead of everything. And I'm speaking to myself first, ladies and gentlemen. I always say this. I'm speaking to myself first. And then I'm speaking to you. When you put God ahead of everything, when you love God, then your sinful nature does not exist. When you love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and spirit, 
your sinful nature cannot exist. Your worldly nature does not exist. You will start to hate what the world does. You will start to hate the sin the world does. Trust me, I've been, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to say what, but I noticed, speaking, speaking personally, now I'm talking about me personally, I'm not talking about others, me personally, when I was out in the world, before I was truly Christian, when I was, as the Bible puts it, in two waters, serving two masters, trying to serve God, but also serving the world more, when I wasn't fully Christian or thought that I was Christian and really wasn't, when I was out in the world, ladies and gentlemen, I used to listen to a certain type of music. I'm not going to say which, but I'm, I, lis I listened to a certain type of music. And I listened to it every day. I didn't care. And, I, and, and my parents told me that that music was worldly and the music was bad. And, and everybody told me and everybody at church kept telling me the same thing. But I didn't care. I didn't care. I kept going. I kept listening to that type of music. Let's just put it like this. Worldly music. I kept listening to that worldly music even though I kept going to church every Sunday with my parents. But when I, when I truly, when I truly became Christian, when I said, this is it, right here is when I'm turning Christian and I'm not going to go back to what I used to be and who I used to be, I started hating that type of music. I don't know why, and now I understand why. I didn't know why before, but now I understand it because the Bible just said it. And I just said it, and, we, and, we just, and we're talking about it today. I didn't understand why I started to hate, and I mean hate, that type of music that I used to listen to. Now, and whenever I hear it out in the world, when I'm walking or when I'm at work or something and I hear it, I be like, oh, I shudder. And I think to myself, how could I, how was I able to listen to this stuff? My nature, my sinful nature of listening to that music was no more. the Bible says it. Verse 24. You cannot serve two masters. You will love one and hate the other. You will hate one and love the other. I hate and started hating when I became fully Christian. I started to hate. <laughs> sorry, sorry to scream in the mic, but I started to hate that type of music that I listen to, that worldly music I listen to. And I can't, I can't understand it right now. And it happened to my uncle as well. It happened to, you know, and I, and I put my uncle as a, as a, as a uh, example because he was one that always told us that he hated a certain type of music as well. And I didn't understand why. 
But when he told the story that uh, that he used to dance and go to different clubs of that type of music, and he used to dance in those worldly clubs and those worldly uh, uh, dances. But now when he turned Christian, when he turned Christian, he started despising that music and he came and listened to it. He couldn't even listen to it. I understood why. Because it happened to me as well. Well, actually, no. I didn't understand until I read this. When I read this, I understood what my uncle was talking about, and I understood why I started hating that, that, the world in music as well. Because you will hate one and love the other. When you are fully entwined with God, when you come to God and you serve God with your, all your heart, when you love God with all your heart and you put away and you throw away all that worldly things, all those worldly things, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, you're going to start to hate what you used to do. Because the Bible says it. And I know from experience, you are going to start to hate what you used to do. I still don't understand how I... Now I understand it. But I, I couldn't understand why I started hating that type of music so much. And now I do. Because we cannot serve two masters. Going back to the topic, we cannot serve two masters. And now, going to the different way, we cannot only remember God on certain occasions. New Year's, Christmas in this case. Easter, Thanksgiving, Passover. A few famous holidays that the world only remembers God by. The only few times in the year that the world remembers God, that they start putting Christmas or Christian music for Christmas. They start putting Christian music, great classics, for Christmas. They start talking about how Jesus died and how he resurrected, and they start giving specials on TV, and they start giving specials on how he was born, and all these great and, 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 and nice things about God. But when, what happens after the holidays? The radio stations go back to the original worldly music. The TV shows go back to the worldly stuff. Everybody goes back to the way they were. Everybody around Christmas, you, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but everybody around Christmas wants to be nice and gentle and godly and, 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 and polite but after Christmas, what happens? That gentleness, that politeness, that godliness, or that so-called godliness, disappears. And everybody's back to their worldly ways. Everybody's back to their, you know, not-so-polite and not-so-generous ways. 
But we as Christians, ladies and gentlemen, and with this I finish, it was a short topic. We as Christians, we cannot only remember God around the holidays. We cannot only remember Jesus around Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. And this goes out to everyone listening, not only Christians. If you are not a Christian, but you're listening, listen to this. Don't only remember Jesus around Christmas. I just said it. God is not a God of, on occasion, I want attention. God is not a God of second best. God is not a God of when I want to or when, when you want to. No. God wants all your attention 24, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, how is that possible? Oh, it's possible. It's possible. But to the least, to the least, we should at least give God half of our day. You know what that is? About 12 hours. That's 12 hours of thinking about God, focusing on God, doing stuff for God, doing godly things. Don't only remember God, ladies and gentlemen, on Christmas. Don't only remember Jesus on Christmas. Don't only remember uh, 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 Jesus on Easter, Thanksgiving, New Year's, Passover, whenever. Jesus is a everyday thing. We need to put that in our mind. We need to focus on God every day. The Holy Spirit is with us. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. So why, why can't we serve Him in that time frame? I don't only, I don't mean, and, and don't get me twisted, ladies and gentlemen. People hear this and they say, oh, Jadip is saying that he wants us to pray for 24 hours. No. Jadip is saying that, he, that we need to read the Bible for 24 hours, 365. No. Jadip is saying that we need to fast every day of the year. No. I'm saying focus. Focus on what God says in the Bible. Pray. Pray when you feel when you feel the Holy Spirit telling you to pray, pray. When you have time, pray because the again the Bible says, and I quote, there is a time for everything. See? There is a time for everything. You can do whatever you want, but give it its time. There's a time for everything, ladies and gentlemen. So in that time that you have, ladies and gentlemen, give a time to God. 
a time to pray, a time to fast, and a time to read the Bible, a time to focus your whole whatever time frame on God. Two hours, four hours, six hours, whatever. If you have 30 minutes of free time a day, give that to God. And the rest of the day you're working or you're busy, give those 30 minutes to God. And the rest of the day, keep your mind on God. Focus on your work. Keep your mind on God. It's possible to serve God 24 hours a day. Yes, it is. Because your mind will be focused on God. When you love God, ladies and gentlemen, you will make time for Him. When you love God, you will make time for Him. When you love God with all your heart, soul, spirit, and mind, you will have time for God. You will make time if you have to. Jadip, I can't because I'm busy. I work for 12 hours a day. I work for 15 hours a day. And I only have a few hours. Those few hours, give it to God. What about my family? I want to spend time with my Yeah, okay. Spend time with your family. This is what this holiday is about. Spending time with your family. But with your family, focus on God. Put your mind on God. Think about a, a, a hymn. Sing a song. Sing a Christian song together. Do something that pleases God. Something that will please the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. And once again I say, do not only put Jesus on Christmas. Do not only focus on Jesus on Christmas. And do not put God to the side on Christmas either. There's a time for everything. Make time for God. It's a little confusing. But you'll understand what I'm talking about. Focus. Focus your heart, your mind, your spirit on God. You can be at work. I do this all the time. You can be at work and, and, and sing a Christian song. A Christian song that pops into your head. Just sing it and praise God while you're working. You can be at school. Do a small prayer. You don't even have to close your eyes. If your mind is on God, don't even have to close your eyes. Just whisper and Pray to God, talk to God, have a conversation with the Lord. If you have a day off, use that day off to fast or something. Use that day off to spend time with your family while also focusing on God. Remember, God wants the attention and wants your attention First and foremost, before anyone else. Before anyone else, 
God wants your attention. God needs to be put first and foremost. I always say this whenever whenever I do a prayer for for new brothers and sisters in Christ. I always say put God and only God as your number one priority in your life. Your number one priority. No, your number one priority is not your wife. Your number one priority is not your children or your daughter or your son. Your number one priority has to be God. During the Christmas time, during this season, ladies and gentlemen, spend time with your family. Yes. Great. But keep your mind on God. Remember that famous, famous, famous quote, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? It's a bracelet, it's a necklace, it's on your Bible, it's on somewhere, it's on some kind of t-shirt, it's everywhere. What would Jesus do? WWJD, we all know it. All of us know it. So focus on that. If you have, you know, if you're in a predicament, you don't know, you ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Focus on God. Put your mind on God. Keep your mind on God. Keep your heart on God. Keep your heart in His Word. Focus in His Word. Remember His Word. Love Him with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And my friend, it's going to be easier than you think. Easier than what I'm putting it today. So, may everyone, everyone listening, may you guys have a very happy holidays, a very Merry Christmas. This has been Christian Thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian, but still being human. May God bless your day, your night, your Christmas, your New Year's, and the rest of your week. God bless, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for listening. Once again, we will be hearing one of my favorite songs for songs for the holidays. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and God bless. <laughs>